We all spend so much effort creating lifestyles where we do what? Never leave the couch, right? You don't have to leave the house to do anything you want to do. We text, we FaceTime, we have chat apps, online gaming. My son Mario plays Fortnite with kids all over the country, never leaves his bed. My daughter Bella is a TikTok machine. Now her sister Cha-Cha is right on her heels. They shop all over the internet. It's all delivered to the door. There are Amazon Prime boxes all over the damn place. Grubhub and new apps every day that deliver exotic food I've never even heard of all over my house. How many brag about countless hours, days binging on limitless series that you don't even remember a month later. Now, you're being asked to do basically that, and you're freaking out. Come on, man. A generation or so ago, they were called to a war that took them to hell for years. They signed up in waves to serve. They lied about their age. They lied about their health to get a chance to make a sacrifice for this country. You are being asked to stay on the couch. Checking in with you bitches as we're all uh, stuck in our houses and our apartments. My God, this is a life changer, huh? (laughs) How's everybody doing, man? What's going on, Jeremy? All right, here we go. Roland and Ray. Hey, Rachel, what's up from Minnesota? Hope you're hanging in there with this damn coronavirus. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Tom Brady, the big news today is not. The pandemic that is taking over the world and spreading like wildfire here in America. The The big news today in America is that Tom Brady is leaving the New England Patriots. This son of a bitch is the smartest man in the world because he decides to announce that he's leaving the Patriots during a pandemic. While everyone is stuck in their homes, he goes, you know what? This is a good time to tell everybody that I'm leaving. <laughs> Brady's going to California. Come on. He's a California boy and he, I'm sure he wants to finish his career. What what does he got? Maybe maybe a year, maybe two. Maybe he could squeeze out two more years. He's definitely going to California. But wow, I am uh feeling uh feeling it for Boston today, that's for sure. But how's everyone doing for real, man? This is uh this is getting scary by the day. Really fucking scary by the day. San Francisco, you're not even allowed to leave your home. That's the big news today. You're not allowed to leave your home. And um, de Blasio was on doing his press conference today, and he's basically saying within 48 hours, uh, there's a very good possibility that you're you're not going to be able to leave your home in New York City. That is insane. That is so crazy, man. 
Hey, what's up, uh, Pop and Alavea Diaz or something like that? Uh, you're, you're checking in from uh, Barcelona, Spain? Spain is uh, getting uh, hit pretty bad with this thing all of a sudden. They, uh, their numbers are going up really, really quickly. St. Paddy's Day is also the big news, but uh, that's certainly a bust. Crazy, man. Today is usually a great day to just get all sorts of fucked up and throw your responsibilities out the window, not worry about a damn thing. Good night from Barcelona. So tired. All right, pal. Uh, hang in there, okay, buddy? People checking in from all over the world, man. Um, I got to tell you, uh, just before I turn this thing on for today, uh, I got a FedEx package. Very, It was a very important FedEx package if this was two, three weeks ago. Now it's just a who gives a fuck FedEx package because nothing really matters at this point, right? Our, uh, our beings are being stripped down to nothing. We all have to live with our real selves. And uh, some of us are enjoying it and others are like, I don't like this. I don't, I'm identified by my job and my career. I don't like this. I'm identified by my people that I hang out with at happy hour. I identify with my sport. All that is out the window, and now we're just stuck with ourselves. Stuck with ourselves and stuck with the thoughts in our brains. How do you like them apples? But you know what? The reality is uh, when we get through this pandemic, that's, uh, that's life. Stay positive, man. Leadership is important. Of course, Pat B. But this is a life lesson, too, because the older you get, a lot of the stuff you identify with uh, slowly gets stripped away, and you are left with just your real self in the end. So I, it'll be really interesting uh, what, what life is on the other side of this. Will more of us appreciate life? Will more of us not uh, take so seriously our jobs and our careers and all the toxic people around us and all the nonsense? Will we finally uh, learn how to live in the moment one day at a time? Yes, Graham Crawford, one of my regulars. This is a great social experiment. Uh, I don't know, man. It's really, really strange because pretty much everything... Uh, we thought was important in our lives has pretty much gone out the window for the next, I don't know, I don't know. It's not going to be weeks. It's going to be months. It all goes out the window and we're stuck with our families. <laughs> and you're starting to realize like, wow, I don't really like these people. <laughs> if I wasn't related to these people, I don't think I'd hang out with them. <laughs> ah, too funny. They're saying that, uh, they're saying that this could lead to a baby boom, that a lot of kids will be born because of this pandemic. I don't know about that because uh, how, how, how do you have sex when your kids are stuck in, in the house with you 24 hours a day? Makes it a bit difficult, don't you think? But they're saying a lot of kids will be born because of this. We'll see. My brother said uh, he's been in lockdown for 36 hours and... He was half joking, but half half seriously saying, you know what? After 36 hours of being in the house with my kids, I'm starting to think that the virus isn't a bad option. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, the, you know, the, the pandemic is very, very serious. But yeah, you got to find the humor and the comedy in it as much as you can. Right. That's where comedy is so, so important. So important.
<sighs> hey, Corey Rockwell, what's going on, man? How are you? We're doing these every day. We're just kind of checking in with each other. we got a nice group. I recognize a lot of the names in here. Numbers are going way up. But we said that, right? Because they weren't testing. That's why the numbers were way down. And I also said, and it's, it's becoming accurate, I said, whatever number they're giving us, you got to think that there are five to 10,000, uh, uh, sorry, five to 10 times that amount walking around with the virus. And a lot of those people don't even know it. Hey, William Angus, what's up, man? I haven't seen you in, in here in a bit. And John Fritch, you're one of my regulars. What's going on? Kevin Durant got it, Ryan. Trump and team did a good job today in the press conference. Uh, surprised but glad. Pat B. Yeah. You need Trump to do a good job in those pressers because it, it calms down the people. It calms down the market. Um, but he's a bullshit artist because now he's basically saying he knew the whole time that this was going to be really, really bad. And he does realize that uh, everything he said prior to what he said today is on tape, right? But I'm trying not to be political. I really am trying not to. And I, and I do like in general that the politics of this are kind of you know, subsiding a bit, a bit. Some of the uh, talking heads on TV, they can't help themselves and they are taking their shots. But in general, uh, the politics are being left out of this. And I think that's really important right now. Like I said yesterday, we could go back to fighting about Trump on our Facebook pages and hating family members because they either like or hate Trump. So peaceful. Oh, so the uh, FedEx package, right. I started with that. Just before I turn this on, a FedEx package comes in. Oh, I know why. And if it was two or three weeks ago, it was a very important uh, FedEx. And now it's like, who gives a crap? And it'll just be on a, a pile on my table until we figure out uh, what the hell's going on with everything. But anyway, the lady comes to the door with the FedEx package. I open the door and I'm looking at her like she's holding nuclear waste. No joke. And she has no gloves on. She has no mask on. And, you know, we're still dealing with people that aren't taking the coronavirus thing so seriously. She was one of them. She's just like, here's your FedEx package. Uh, she's like, I would have left it at the door, but it's really windy out here and I couldn't find a rock. So then she she proceeds to start handing it to me. And, you know, you, you insult people how you how you react. And, and my reaction, I was wearing a hoodie. I pulled down my, my hood sleeve. Uh, so I, my, my skin wouldn't touch her, her or the package. And I, and I grabbed it, said, have a nice day. And, and basically, uh, closed the door on her face. But, and then I, I took this thing in the house. I'm not kidding. This is how I, this is where I'm at with this whole thing. I took it in my house. I looked at my wife. Now what? I dropped it on the floor. And then I got the hand sanitizer out and I sprayed it. And we are running out of hand sanitizer, so now I'm going to have to go back in into town and, and get supplies. So I spray the FedEx package. I wipe that down. Then I'm thinking my hoodie touched the FedEx package, so I take my hoodie off. And then I realize as I'm taking my hoodie off, my hand kind of touched the hoodie about where I grabbed the FedEx package. So then I clean my hands for 20 to 30 seconds like they told you to do, getting all the uh, nooks and crannies. And then finally, I opened the FedEx package and spilled the contents out on the table, threw the FedEx package away, uh, the empty you know, envelope. And then I, I proceeded to go through the whole process again, washing my hands, because now I touched the package again. And I wasn't confident that I sanitized it well enough. This, my friends, is a true story. It happened right before the, uh, the live stream today. Fuck! I don't like this. There's deer in there, by the way. 
when it pulled up, a bunch of deer went running in there. I'm uh, I'm kind of like uh, looking to see where all the deer are because you know, you never know, you never know. It's a little early for fishing, but they're they're starting to say that uh, the fishies are coming. So I know I could catch I could catch fish for my family if I have to, but I might have to figure out how to kill some of these deer that are just wandering around in these open fields. So where you at, Ope? Heather Green says, I'm uh, far from New York City, which I also said a week or two ago, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they said that lawyer from uh, New Rochelle was one of the first uh, uh, people to have the coronavirus, and they said that he was wandering around at his office and and a school and this and that, uh, I said New York and New York City will be um the biggest problem in america when it comes to the coronavirus and guess what new york is officially in first place as we all keep track of the stats every day new york officially in first place with i believe over a thousand cases of the coronavirus and that means uh that there's five to ten times that according to the experts the doctors and the scientists so, you know, now we're talking, there's at least five to 10,000 people that have the coronavirus in the New York City area. Great. So I am, uh, I am not in New York City. I might have to go back to save my tropical fish. We just started a little, uh, a little hobby, me and my son, and I don't want to see the, the fishies die. So I might have to go back, but I'm going to go in the middle of the night. Uh, because I don't want to run into any people. I don't want any contact with anyone. I'm going to double park my car. No one's going to touch my car. I'm going to try to get up to my apartment without touching uh, many things. And then I'm going to dump the tropical fish into milk jugs with the fish tank water. And then I'm going to get the fuck out. So hopefully that'll work. What's up, W-Man? W-Man Gaming? Do we all just never get haircuts again? Is anyone else uh, a little bummed that they didn't get uh, their hair cut right before this whole thing hit? I knew this thing was hitting, and I also was in desperate need of a haircut, and I blew off the haircut, and now I look ridiculous. Told my wife she's going to have to shave my head. I've, I've never had a shaved head before, but I don't know what else to do because I ain't going to a haircutter anytime soon, and, and you would be crazy if you did, if they're even open. Grow a ponytail? Grow out the ponytail? No, man. Come on. <laughs> Rochester, what's up? You know, I was starting to think that Rochester would be a safe place for this coronavirus. And I was going to take a drive up there, and we were going to go to Niagara Falls. What's up, William Angus? Another one of my regulars. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're starting to realize that nowhere safe. Nowhere safe. Every time you see a person walk by, you're like, do you have it? Do you have it? <laughs> we should force people to to i don't know wear something that says they have it so we can really avoid people because that's the weird thing they keep talking about how this thing you could be walking around and uh not even know you have it that's what makes this so damn creepy because at first i'm like ah this is a piece of cake just you know just uh stay away from the people that are sniffling but that's not the case the dude in the NBA infected everyone? Well, yeah, he he didn't take it seriously. You know, he was pissed off that the NBA was trying to take uh, major precautions, so he he wanted to prove a point, and he touched everything at a at, at his press conference after a game, and then it turns out he, he got it. But I guess we're not getting haircuts anymore. Can you imagine how the ladies are going to look in another month or two? <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> 
I know, I know you guys get a lot of things done. <laughs> a lot of things done. You basically need a NASCAR pit crew to get yourselves together. And with this coronavirus, man, not not being able to go to the parlor to get your head did and your nails did. Oh, there's going to be some beasts walking around. I say that knowing I'm going to look ridiculous, too, with my stupid uh, hair that uh, I'm not going to be able to cut anytime soon. So the big hairy bushes, I think they could handle the big hairy bushes at, at home, KC. But I'm talking about getting the hair did and you got to dye the roots and you got to get your nails done. And you got to get a little Botox, a little lift here, a little tuck there. <laughs> And all that goes away. God, we're all going to look like idiots. <laughs> we're all going to look like idiots walking around. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a horror show. An absolute horror show. <laughs> uh, I got to go home and uh, cook that chicken. I was talking about that chicken uh, yesterday, and uh, I was too scared to cook it. But we're running out of food. So now I got to cook the chicken that I got at my supermarket. I told you, man, I, I hit the supermarket at a bad time and, and all the name brands were gone. So I got some weird shit in my house, including this chicken that I do believe has a gold tooth. I think he has one gold tooth and a limp. And that's what I'm making for dinner tonight because they were out of the Purdue's. <laughs> my supermarket, by the way, I don't know if it's happening in your area. And man, is things like uh, changing fast because only two days ago I was wandering around my supermarket. There was about 30 of us in there and we were all feeling a little paranoid. Uh, two days later, you're not allowed in the supermarket. There's now a line outside the supermarket. Well, you're allowed in, but there's a line outside. And I don't know what the exact number is, but I think it's around 20 tops. So all of a sudden they're like, okay, you could go in and shop. And then you got to wait for someone to leave. And then they're like, okay, you could go in and shop. And that's how they're doing it now at, at my supermarket. Because uh, they realize that any type of groups, which I said yesterday in the live stream, when they were when they were cutting the, the groups at 50, you know, no more than 50 people. I'm like, that's nuts. You got to basically say, do not hang out in any groups. And uh, my supermarket has realized that. So now you got to wait online and then you go in run around, get your stuff, and then when you leave, the next person could come in. That's that's where we're at. There will be a drive-through Walmart soon. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, these businesses, so many of them are desperate to stay open, so they're going to figure it out. I think in the next two weeks is going to be a, a, a major dead zone, and then after that, eh, it's not going to get much better, but I think they're going to start figuring out uh, like drive-throughs and, and ways where the the consumer feels a little safer so they could go out and get some some stuff. The schools are still open in the UK. That Boris Johnson is a nutbag. Yeah, you stay safe too, man. We're all hanging out with our real selves now. Everything has been stripped down. Enjoy this time in a weird way. See what your life is all about when you're not defined by your job, uh, your friends... Uh, your social groups, your local bar, your gym, whatever, whatever it really is. Really take this time to look inside yourself and see what you're all about. I'm, I'm serious about that. I think on the other side of this, it, it, it could change life for the better. You know damn well that you got so many people working from home now that um, that's going to be the new norm. 
I think a lot of businesses are going to uh, keep that as the thing where they finally let us work from home because most of us know we could do a lot of our jobs from home. And now uh, these, these asshole bosses have no choice. So they finally are allowing you to work from home. And then they're going to realize like, oh, wow, man, production uh, didn't suffer whatsoever. And I could save money on office spaces. So, yeah, you could, st- you could continue working from home there, Johnny. All right. With that, I guess we're going to wrap it up for today. Thanks, guys. Uh, spread the word. We're doing these every day just to kind of see where everyone's at, you know? We're kind of in this together, and we're all kind of lonely in our houses, so I'm just offering a little, you know, space where we could all just hang out and hopefully laugh a little bit and, uh, you know, breathe a little bit and uh, kind of interact with each other a little bit, okay? I appreciate a lot of you, man. George Trapp, see, another one I recognize. And Rachel and W, man, I know who you are. Stuff it in a cup. I think you're new. Haven't really seen you on the the live stream yet, but uh, welcome. If you're not new, I'm sorry. Lawrence, I know Lawrence uh, Fishburne. He's another crumb bomb, of course. Crumb bomb. I love the crumb bomb. He kind of was a hater, and uh, I don't know. We turned our relationship around. Crumbum, you stay safe. It sounds like you're still working. That's scary, man. That is some scary shit. Uh, hey, Ope, your haters are literally the worst. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, what are you going to do? I've got a lot of people that are on my side these days, and, and I appreciate every single one of those people. You know, if you don't have haters, then you're not doing anything. But like I said earlier, that doesn't matter to me anymore. Uh, Kuda Rekka says, no shout out from me. Oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, guys. We'll do this tomorrow. Love you, Miss you. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-